it's Boss Lady Coaching. Welcome to the podcast. It's Holly Sexton. Megan Stith is riding shotgun. Welcome to your Friday. Woohoo! We are so excited. This was the longest week ever. <laughs> it was. It feels like it. I hope you had a great Halloween. It was very cold, but we went door to door and ECTC had a huge event. So if you didn't catch it this year, hopefully you'll check it out next year. Happy birthday to Boss Lady Tanya Seabrooks. I called her on the phone today. Wish her happy birthday because I could not miss that special and that is like hardcore dedication to sisterhood not just to do a facebook message or post on the wall but like an actual phone call like in the I'll say 1800s, but it was 1900s. Yes. So, uh, happy birthday, Tanya. Hope you have a great birthday weekend. And uh, she said, Can you catch up? And I said, Not today. And she said, Well, I'm celebrating the whole month. Good. So, whatever. November belongs to Tanya now. <laughs> it does. So, happy birthday. Um, also, Megan saved my life uh, this past weekend uh, when I was at Via Glory and uh, dropped my phone in one of those cute little kitty porta potties. <laughs> And I did the mom thing and stuck my hand down in there and saved my ID and everything else that was attached to it. And then you rushed to save the day by bringing some rice in to one of the events that we were hosting. It was um, actually even funnier behind the scenes because this shows how domestic I am that like when I got a text message of like, I need rice, bring it to the event that we were. um, And thank you again to Mark for having us um, speak at their event. So Mark Anchorhouse. Yeah, Mark Anchorhouse. Um, So I got this frantic text message of bring rice. And I'm like, I only have the pre-cooked kind that you microwave in a bag. (laughs) So um, I definitely don't cook that much. And then I'm like going through the pantry trying to find I like didn't have beans or I had like dried oats because I make cookies out of those because cookies are a priority but apparently rice is not important so I had this big debate of like would this work or ultimately ended up going to the old dollar store and uh, it looked a lot more heroic than it really was but I think it just highlighted my inability to actually cook at home so (laughs) well thank you for not asking questions really no you know like showed up with the rice container rice here we go and I like that it was drying out like underneath the table as you did a great job people were moved to tears and you were singing and it was just this like so well choreographed and very professional emceeing um approach and like all the meanwhile there's like the poop phone under the table <laughs> 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 my fiance he's like this is the poop phone I, actually that's now my contact name in his phone holly's poop phone. but you're now the second person who's close to me who has dropped their porta potty or their phone in a porta potty so now i'm feeling like really contagious or something <laughs> This has happened zero times in my entire life until like the last three months, and now it's a thing. So now I'm really paranoid. And uh, ladies, guard your phones. Something's afoot, and we don't get what's going on in these porta potties. <laughs> don't set it on your jacket because when the door closes, it will fall right in. That's what happens. So that's next level yeah. mom, though. When you're like, this yeah. doesn't bother me. Like that's what bras are for. Stick it in your bra. <laughs> All right, that's the Mom Mom Talk for today. And again, thank you to uh, Mark Anchorhouse. We appreciate the work that you do and for having us. And also, uh, you hosted the Meade County Woman, a Businesswoman of the Year. Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, we've, we've just had a lot of drama lately. Uh, we got you there on the back roads of Brandenburg. GPS hates <laughs> We've had a lot of drama yeah. these last two events. So we're glad. We love Meade County, but at the same time, kind of uh, ready to be back in, in something that we have a little bit more control over our day-to-day with no porta potty problems or GPS issues Um, because you know Brandenburg we're all just like 
go to the S&T. Everyone knows what that is. I, yeah, I don't know. I should have been a better host of making sure you knew where to go. So, but we got you there. Yes. It was a great night and some amazing women. Um, Who got, won? Um, Patricia Pandoff with Pup Cuts and also does a lot of nonprofit work in animal rescue. So, Patricia, if you're listening, congratulations. And they added a new category for girls in high school this year, which was really, really cool. I love to see a lot of younger faces out there. And it was that was so cool. So, it's nice to see the up-and-comers having these mentors sitting in the room with yeah. them. It was a packed house, and we do that event every two years. Um, it's coordinated by the Mead County Chamber of Commerce. So uh, the big award is a pink bat, uh, the pink Louisville slugger. So that means, ladies, you have two years to start getting ready, start kicking some butt so we can nominate you and get another group because every year um, or every two years when we do it, the nominees get better and better and just such diverse skill sets and backgrounds. So we need everyone to start thinking ahead of who's going to be our next winner when we do this in 2020. It was a fun event and a beautiful venue. Once I, I saw about 20 deer. Yes, the way. it's called Doe Valley Swim and Tennis Club, not just the S&T, uh, as we call it fondly locally. But uh, yeah, we had like a deer lead you in. It was kind of yeah. out of a Disney movie, movie of like, follow the deer. <laughs> like, <yes>. I <laughs> can see you from the deer. I can see you from here. So yeah, save me twice. So. We're off tour now for a while, I guess. <laughs> uh, unless anything else comes up, you know. If, if you need more stories and stand-up, I guess that's probably, uh, we're building a repertoire, I guess. Yes, through all of this. It's funny you say that. I am working on a comedy routine, but it's no good. Oh, and I'm, not, I'm not being self-depreciating. It's really not good. And apparently that's how all female comics start out. I have a book, it's too, of like my weird female. stories that I'm like, this is hilarious to me, but nobody else might like it. So we might want to do an episode sometime of like, here's our comedy that's nobody else will get. <laughs> but we should do it. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, look out. It's coming I'm just telling you right now. I want to hear it. So yeah, I want to hear yours. So. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Maisel style. So, oh, yes. yeah, definitely. Definitely um, not safe for work. Um, <laughs> this next conversation is safe for work. We have a guest today. You may have seen her featured in the new Elizabethtown Lifestyle magazine. If not, pick it up. It is fantastic. And she looks like a supermodel in it. We're going to say another career opportunity with modeling because uh, the pictures are amazing. They are. So if you'd like to introduce our guest. Well, Kendall Ratchard is with Shelter Insurance and um, also very involved in Elizabethtown Lifestyle magazine which we'll be talking a lot about on the podcast, but um, welcome today. And Thank you. we're just excited to hear. Um, we've never talked with anybody in the insurance realm, no. I don't think. I'm racking my brain for guests over the last you now three seasons and uh, another first. So, another first. yay. That's right. Insurance. Awesome. So how did you get into your current role? I was very much so at the right place at the right time. Um, at the time that I was pursuing insurance, I was actually working for state government and was just kind of in a position that I knew that I wanted out of. <laughs> I loved the work that I did, but I, I quickly realized that government work wasn't for me, and so I had found out about insurance. I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. And so I just pursued it until a company would pay attention to me, and I stumbled across shelter insurance and have not looked back. I, I absolutely love it. So what does that look like, the... Um, I'm going to push and push until I get in. Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so that I, sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> like, what does that look like? For so you? I put out a lot of applications. Um, I didn't get the first agency that I applied for with Shelter. Um, they 
offered it to someone who had more experience or actually had experience at all because I had none. Um, I had barely even bought insurance at the time um, whenever I was pursuing this. So uh, whenever I was looking into it, I was just telling them, I was like, take a chance on me. You know, I, I will, you know, blow you away. And so <laughs> I, uh, I applied to another agency, uh, which was the one here in Elizabethtown. And I told them, I was like, listen, I'll move tomorrow because at the time I was living in, in Lexington. So I told them, I was like, I'll, I'll move tomorrow. We'll make it happen. And so two hours after the interview, they're like, you got it. We want you to move. And here you are. Wow. And I loved your uh, self-talk. That's great. Yeah. We have a lot of listeners who uh, don't say nice things to themselves sometimes. And so um, did that come naturally for you? Did you learn that from someone? How do you employ that positive self Yeah, I think um, you know, just instilled within my family is, is a lot of hard work and a lot of positivity. And so that's just, I guess, something that's, you know, innate in me is, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a positive outlook on this um, and I'm going to fight for what I want. And so that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty much what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and some people, I know I had a very brief career in sales specifically. Um, so I know that type of, um, approach to what you have to do is probably intimidating for a lot of women. So how did you kind of pump yourself up to be out there asking for business? So I was kind of thinking about this earlier. Um, growing up, my dad actually had us like mow grass. And then whenever I was little, I would like make little crafts and like try to sell them. And then I went and pursued like cleaning houses for people. So I've always kind of had this like hustler mentality. Like entrepreneurial. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, like I was saying, like the government position just like wasn't a fit for me. And so I think it was, you know, this entrepreneurial spirit that I had always wanted, but it was the self-confidence side of things that I also did. Didn't have. And I was reading a book recently and it was talking about how, you know, self-confidence is a skill. It's something you have to develop. And so a lot of um, my time living in Lexington was was developing that self-confidence to pursue sales because it's, you know, you get you hear a lot of no's. And so um, it's, it's something that I still have to work on daily is, you know, going out there and selling and putting myself out there. So... I'm glad you said that because Megan has taught me a lot about not internalizing the no. It's a habit for me to internalize the no. And I'm just a professional at being rejected, so (laughs) I don't think it's anything more than just a lot of practice, but I would love to hear, like, how do you bounce back when you get a no or when somebody doesn't call you back or it doesn't go where you were hoping something would? Um, You just kind of have to keep thinking about the positive side of things. You know, sometimes I still just pinch myself to think that I'm I'm in the position that I'm in because I love it so much. So, you know, there are hard days, you know, that you want to go home and drink wine. And, and, uh, you know, but usually I'll reach out to family or friends and just say, hey, this was hard today. Um, You know, I know who I am. I, I, I know that I have a great product to sell and, you know, just keep pushing. I like the connectivity of that. We hear frequently, um, one of our boss ladies, Megan, um, I keep forgetting that you weren't at, uh, at that, the podcast that we recorded with her. Yeah. Megan Cable. Megan Mm -hmm. Cable. And we, 
we talked about um, her trials and her, her ordeals, and one of the things she said about bouncing back or just getting through a moment sometimes was instead of um, internalizing something or, or moving away from your friends and family, leaning in oh, to yeah. your friends and family. So when we say lean in, I think, yeah, we have the Sheryl Sandberg part of that, but they'll also lean into when you feel like isolating yourself because you've had a bad day or a bad moment or whatever, instead to lean in. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan tells me sometimes they send funny gifts. Sometimes that's, you oh, know, yeah. you text a friend a funny gift and that's your release or just leaning into friends and family or people that can be supportive of you and saying, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a rough day or this didn't go the way I wanted it to. I'm kind of bummed about it. Can we talk about it for yeah. a second? And I'm really bad. One of my weaknesses is, I won't say bad, is back to positive self-talk. One of my weaknesses <laughs> is um, externalizing like I'll have a feeling, but I won't communicate like why I'm feeling that way. And especially like when you get rejection, um, I get frustrated more than anything because I feel like I'm not making progress on my goals and not being being able to communicate like how that's causing me self doubt. Not just saying, "Oh man, I didn't," you know, "this didn't work out," but being able to talk through. Like, just because this one piece didn't go the way I planned doesn't mean, like, the whole thing is going to come crashing down. So sometimes I just stay so focused on that one incident, but being able to talk through, like, here's really the root of what I'm upset about and that concern. Usually it's never really as bad as you think in the moment. (laughs) But the fact that it's like, no, it doesn't mean the whole thing's not going to work or the entire, you know, plan is out the window. It's just a setback. And sometimes it's really hard to see that in the moment without somebody to bounce that off of. But you need to, that person needs to be ready. <laughs> That's true. I've been reading a, a book by Malcolm Gladwell, and it's called What the Dog Saw. And, and actually, it's echoed, too, in uh, Freakonomics. I love Freakonomics. But anyway, they talk about that and how it's human nature to look at one thing and just isolate it and just pick, 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 or think on that thing instead of seeing the big picture. So it's not just you, Megan. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, our, it's in our human nature to do that instead of leaning into the thing and going, okay, why am I not? Let me articulate that. Or let me just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can uh, not be uh, so, spending so much emotional energy on that. Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah. So that's a really good point. Thank yeah. you for sharing And that. then, so Megan has been coaching me for the last, I don't know how many months. A couple months. Yeah. And we had a similar situation that happened that I was supposed to do this project where I go, went and visited a bunch of people and I made it such a, a, a lofty goal that I got intimidated by it. And it was one of those things where we just had to like step back, reevaluate and table it for a while. So that was, you know, another thing. Yeah. You have to sometimes be able to say like, what's really the point of this? And sometimes the goal can just get so in the way of the actual point. (laughs) So I'm a big fan of having goals, but at the same time, I'm a big fan of taking action. And sometimes the goal can prevent action. And if it's causing (laughs) you to be overwhelmed, um, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, as they say. So I think it's good to stop and see really what the point is. And there's another way to get there. Why did you pursue coaching? Um, I have some big goals that I want to pursue. Um, I'm about to earn my contract with my agency, uh, or with my company rather. And so, um, they put a big goal over me. And so I was really wanting to pursue that hard and to kind of blow it out of the water. So I had a really good campaign as a result of, of coaching with my life insurance sales. And, um, that's something that, gosh, I'm super passionate about with my job is, is life insurance just because because it's, it's so important for individuals and a lot of people think 
life insurance isn't one of those necessary things. It's not one of those, you know, the DMV requires it or my mortgage company requires it. So um, I have a passion about it, but I also have, you know, some big goals within uh, my agency and, and my company um, to reach. So that was one of the, the big reasons. And also, I just think the world of you ladies, um, I think that you all do awesome things and just wanted to somehow be a part of boss lady so <laughs> that's, yes. that's yes. really nice positivity everywhere yeah. today. yes well I feel like you're one to watch and, and and I find myself bringing your name up in conversations because I see you as a brand oh, thank you I'm not even going to say a brand kind of I see you as a brand um and that's I a mean big that compliment, compliment. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, when I think of a young professional or in the, from my point of view from an advertising perspective or a public relations perspective if I'm looking for um, to reach you, the young professional boss lady female, you're one of the faces that I think of instantly or the names that I mention. So people are probably getting tired of hearing my <laughs> 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 name. But yeah, I, I think that you are definitely one to watch when um, looking at trends. And, um, and for you, like, how do you use social media to propel your business? And yeah, so that's something that I have also been working on and trying to um, fine-tune. It's a little hard because insurance is so regulated um, that I, I have a lot of red tape with what I can and cannot post. Um, but I do use social media quite a bit to um, get the word out. Um, for example, um, I had a bunch of people that were in my class with um, with insurance. And so, uh, like, maybe, I don't know, a good half of them have dropped off. And, you know, I, I like to think that, you know, maybe my social media platform has, has helped. Um, but it's still something, it's always changing. Um, I'm always learning. Giselle with Elizabeth Elizabeth Town Lifestyle Magazine has helped me a bunch with um, learning what to post, what not to post, when to post, and, and things like that. So um, it's, it's something that I really like and definitely something that, you know, a millennial likes to do. So. <laughs> well, and speaking of that, um, what are you doing in conjunction with the magazine? So I'm actually selling ads for the magazine. I'm an accountant ex executive for it. Um, so I am approaching businesses and individuals who want to have an ad in the magazine and talking through the logistics of that. And then I hand it over to Giselle to make it look beautiful like she's already done. That's what she does. She's she makes things look beautiful. Yes. I see yes. her like follow me around for a day because everything, <laughs> her picture, she has this like ability to craft a beautiful oh world yes. and I want to live in that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Everything is Instagrammable in Giselle's world. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And the ads are very inexpensive and they're gorgeous. And from what I understand, this is an all-female staff, correct? Yeah. 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 Local photographers. Uh, yes. And yeah. Uh, we have one that's out of town, but she, she comes in local to take our photos. So Content? Yeah. Local content? Yeah. Local it's been businesses. really cool. I've had a stack of these on my desk at work and just seeing people come in to talk to me and then like I watch them catch it out of the corner of their eye and then they keep staring <laughs> at it and I'm like, you can take one. They're like, oh, thank you so much. I've it's heard about great. this and I want to get my hands on it. And yeah, just hearing um, they, they've, I'm down to like just a couple. So and that's get you some more. literally just from being on my desk, not even, um, you know, the, the circulation that I'm sure we could do. So it's really exciting to see people um, catching on and hearing about it. And oh, I think yeah. there's a lot of buzz happening um just getting through that first 
is issue, I almost said episode, uh, <laughs> it's different for things in print, getting through that first issue is a huge milestone. So oh, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, she's been awesome. I've only been a part of this for, you know, a month or so, and I've just been fortunate to be a part of it. I told her today, I was like, we've got some more ads. I was like, this sets me on fire. I was like, I love it. This is so fun. So um, I was like, you, you don't even have to pay me for this half the time. I was like, I just like doing it. <laughs> pay me. Yeah, yeah, but, but still, yeah, pay me. <laughs> um, so uh, can we girl talk? Can we tell, can you tell us a secret? Can you tell us those big goals? Any of the big goals oh, that you're working on? Goals? You don't have to tell us all, of course. But, yeah. yeah. Um, you want to well, Gosh, it? I mean, we definitely have big goals for the magazine as well um she's hoping to double if not triple the ad sales that we already have because she has lofty plans for this magazine and for events and things you know uh, attached to it so the more ads that we're able to bring in the more that we're able to do some of those events and and different things um as far as work goes um gosh i have just wanted to approach as many people as I can about uh, life insurance Um, just because like I was saying earlier you know it's such an important thing for people to have Um, I I keep having stories that come up that are are negative in a sense of 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 people who maybe waited or um, you know didn't have funds for their family and so um, you know my goal is to um, finish out the year strong um, with with you know a, a larger number of, of sales than what I typically do, um, so that's that's my my work goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes those stories can propel people. Oh into, yeah, that, that can be the tipping point for making the decision. Oh yeah, for certain. So I, I don't want to have those stories anymore. I don't want people to wait. I want them to uh, definitely purchase that coverage for their family before anything were to happen. Because you never know. Tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. So. Not to get too negative. <laughs> well, <laughs> Norman. Mortality yeah. is, is part of the, the, the ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like you just, uh, speaking of positives, had a good goal of taking a vacation yes. and made that happen. Yeah, so. I just went to Cancun and it was amazing. <laughs> and then you come back and it's snowing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 30 degrees <Yeah>. on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And tell me about, uh, because I was so bummed I missed it because it looked really, really fun, Cards and Coffee. And you guys were dressed up, and that made me even more mad after the fact because Halloween is my favorite. And, yeah, yeah, just the weather that morning. And, I don't know, I'm already kind of, like, hibernating of anything (laughs) that uh, it it just mentally was hard to get out that day. But tell us about what you guys did with that. this was the third year that Veterans United Home Loans and I um, have partnered to do this event. And it's just a fun you know, way to, to get our names out and also just to uh, network with people. They do a free so, movie night, a family movie night. Yeah, that uh, was so fun. Yeah, and they're also um, going to have cards, or not cards, um, something with Santa. Oh, and Photos cool. with Santa that's coming up. So I'm sure if, if you all checked out their Facebook page, you'll be able to see that. Um, so I usually do... Um, uh, cards and coffee um, monthly on a monthly basis, um, so I'm trying to ramp that back up. For the networking, um, uh-huh. event. yeah. Okay. So it's it's the same as the cards and coffee for the Halloween edition, <laughs> but it's just 
people. Can we dress up next time too? Yeah, you can dress up too. Yeah, yeah. And you, you were flow for Halloween, which I think threw everyone for a loop because. So, how are you affiliated with Progressive? Because I don't understand the insurance industry that much to understand. People were asking me. They were like, "Isn't that a conflict of interest?" It's like, no, actually, it's not because I sell Progressive insurance. I sell their auto insurance products and also their homeowners products as well. So there's some agencies that like they can't sell any other product other than themselves. But I actually have like a host of other uh, companies that I can sell for under under my um, shelter insurance name. So that gives potential clients a wide mm-hmm. variety yep. of products. Yeah. That means important. you get to dress up like Flo for yeah, Halloween so like, and it's yeah, totally okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I was like, I'm your real life Flo. You like, you know, look at me as the face of progressive, I guess, in a way. I don't know. <laughs> so um, how can people find out more about what you're doing on social and get in touch with you both with Elizabethtown Lifestyle Magazine and with Shelter Pictures? Yeah. Okay. So for Shelter Insurance, I have an Instagram handle of Elizabethtown uh, period insurance. And then I'm also on Facebook as Kendall Ratchford Shelter Insurance. You can always call my office at 270 766 1196. And then for the uh, magazine, if you just open to, I believe it's like the third or fourth page. And you see the uh, supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so my information is on my ad, but also um, there's a little uh, blurb about advertising with the magazine. And so my email on that is kindle at elizabethtownlifestyle.com. So I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. So. Before we go, do you want to share anything with our listeners? Anything maybe they don't know about you that they would be surprised to hear? Oh, gosh, I don't know. That's uh, a hard one. I yeah. Um, like I said, I just moved to Elizabethtown within the last four years. I bought a cute little cottage-looking house. Uh, it's a little Tudor-style house. Um, so I, I work on renovating it, and I have a cute little puppy named Bay. And B-A-Y. 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 Her name. Her name. Bay. Yes. Yes. Her name was Faye. Zero judgment. Yes. Her name was Faye at the Humane Society. And so I changed it to Bay, not to confuse her. So I've had her for like six years. But other than that, I mean, gosh, I just live and breathe my my work. And um, I love it. And I'm fortunate to be in that position and to get to talk with you all and to live in Elizabethtown. Gosh, this there's so many opportunities here. So many. It's kind of like one of those things where if you want to pursue something, you just you just do it. We just say find somebody. Yeah. 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 For go so for it. For I, I have loved it here. So I've been super fortunate and that's kind of me in a nutshell. There's not too, too much else. <laughs> well, you've done such a great job building a network and, and I forget sometimes. Um, I know we're both kind of in the club of not being from here originally. Um, gosh, the three of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny. That keeps happening. Yeah, I know. We keep it. It's not intentional in the guests that we have on, but it's it's really interesting because you have done so much in a really short amount of time and the network that you've got and the effort that you put into, you know, hosting things where people can get together, like Cards and Coffee, and just um, really investing time in networking and through referral groups. So I'm just so impressed by your hustle. And I know that I sometimes get questions from folks that are trying to break into the community or build that network. And um, sometimes there's only so much advice you can give that doesn't sound trite because at the end of the day, it's like 
do it, Kendall, do it. <laughs> like, yeah, like there's, and that's why, you know, I love what we can do with the podcast of trying to connect people with like, if you're not sure where to start, here are people that are doing yeah. it because it is possible. And yeah, it's really hard work and there is a lot of rejection sometimes, or you might not be friends with everybody and that's okay. But just recognizing that it is possible and you do have to put yourself out of that comfort zone sometimes oh, yeah. of asking people to get together that, you know, might not get back with you. Or what if you host something and nobody shows up? Like those are all scary things that we imagine in our heads. But at the end of the day, you're not going to get to where you want to be if you don't take that leap of faith. So I just yeah. applaud you for doing all these scary things. <laughs> <laughs> You're living outside the comfort zone, which is uh, kind of what we're all about. So we're just really excited to see where you go from here. Thank and you. she's a great asset to have on any team. So if you need uh, a, a volunteer who will follow through, um, you're awfully busy with a lot of projects, but uh, fully endorse and on Team Kendall. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for coming in yeah. today. Thank I you. know this is a little out of your comfort zone too. Right? Oh, yes. Any of this. Well, you're yeah. <laughs> Thanks.